Hello, and welcome to Very Excellent Habits, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs, writer and mostly sensible habit maker. This week's episode inspiration comes from a person who direct messaged me on Instagram. With her permission, I'm sharing her question. I feel like she's British and that her real name is Kat. So here is how I imagine she sounds. Hi, Carly. Random question, but can you do something around goal setting for regular people? I don't want to compete in bodybuilding or become a world famous playwright. I just want to be satisfied if you know what I mean. Thanks, British cat. That's a great question. First up, I hope no one found the title of this post offensive. It wasn't supposed to sound like you're not special. Get over it. I reckon 99.9% of the world's population are ordinary. It's not an insult. It's just a fact. I'm ordinary. I have a job that pays my bills, wipe my kids' butt several times a day, and I have to save up to buy things. I drive myself places in my very ordinary car. I spend most evenings with my ordinary partner and our ordinary kid. I personally think they're both the most brilliant people on the planet, and I'm singularly the luckiest woman in existence. But in the worldwide sense, our little family is ordinary. The Kardashians aren't ordinary. Oprah isn't ordinary. Mariah Carey, who famously doesn't carry cash, isn't ordinary. Most of the rest of us are. And I don't mean that because we aren't famous or rich, none of us are amazing or that we don't matter. There are sparkly gem humans everywhere. I'm just differentiating us regular folk from the folk that have the microphones and the money and the resources to do whatever the hell they want. It's not realistic to look at them for advice. They can't help us. We need to set goals from where we are and not where they are. Being humble is extremely healthy and I firmly believe delusions of grandeur often hold us back. You know, there's only one JK Rowling, so why bother writing young adult fiction? Well, why does your novel need to be Harry Potter successful or even published? Why not just write it and start from there? Perfectionism and imposter syndrome are insidious and they're directly linked to goal setting failure. We tend to reach for the stars, 30 kilo weight loss, a property portfolio with 10 plus properties, $50,000 in our savings account, being married with 2.5 kids by the time we're 30, climbing Mount Everest, competing in the Olympics. For us ordinary people, it seems like anything less than all the things I just mentioned is kind of pointless. And trust me, mate, it's not. We need to take the glamour, pressure and unrealistic expectations away from goal setting and just be a bit more chill about it. Here are my goal setting tips for totally ordinary people. And as I previously clarified, my definition of ordinary means basically anyone whose surname isn't Kardashian. This is a three step process. Step number one is why, step number two is how, and step number three is what the fudge. That is the bit where we fix the problems that we have when it comes to setting and following through on our goals. But let's start at the beginning. Let's start with why. The first thing you need to do is figure out your why. What's your aim with these goals? Do you want to switch to a plant-based diet? Do you want to launch a business? Write an album, a play, a book. Make daily exercise a part of your life. Get a new job. Start studying. Overhaul your finances. Clean out your house. Choose the area you most want to concentrate on and make that your number one priority. It's all you have to do. The next step is to ask yourself who you want to be. 
So I find a lot of self-improvement is aimed at people who like to get things done. So people who get off on goals and tangible outcomes and that kind of thing, but that doesn't really work for everyone. If you're a little bit more conceptual than that, think instead of who you want to be, like who is the ideal version of you? So try using the phrase, I am a person who. So here are some examples of I am a person who sentences. I am a person who gets eight hours of sleep every night. I am a person who listens when other people are speaking. I am a person who writes every single day. I am a person who is kind. I am a person who breaks a sweat every single day. I am a person who is inclusive. See, if you think about the type of person you want to be and put it into a sentence, it will give you a better anchor for your goals. It's also a nicer, gentler approach rather than writing down four times 35 minute runs per week. Your goal can be as simple as just getting your heart rate up. And that might just sound a bit more lovelier and a bit more achievable for people who don't respond to hard and fast rules within goals. The next step is how. Ask yourself what you can do every day for the next 21 days to help you become that person. So I'm in two minds about goal deadlines. I love deadlines, but I also don't like feeling awful if I don't meet them. We've all been raised thinking deadlines are great. Lose weight before the wedding, get a new job before the end of the year, have at least five published works by the time you graduate uni. But what if your goal isn't a destination? What if it's a journey? Let me rephrase that. It is a journey. Destination goals kind of suck. I mean, they can be great. Get a book deal, become CEO of a major company, retire at 40, make 200K a year in your own business. But then what? What happens if you win an Oscar? It's great. Amazing, in fact. But what happens next? So after winning an Oscar for Black Swan, Natalie Portman had this to say. I think it's a great honor to win an Oscar. But I think if you aim to be rewarded in your life, you'll get nowhere. I think that the biggest reward is the work itself and what you get out of it and the connections that you make with other people. And I mean, look, those words aren't exactly words that you're going to get tattooed on your body. But let's remember, she won an Oscar and her response is, yeah, it's great. But that wasn't even the best part of it. Destination goals are okay, but just be aware that they can be stressful if you don't achieve them and extremely anticlimactic if you do achieve them. Now it's time to turn your why into an action. And this is as simple as rewriting your why sentence. So for example, I want to exercise more can turn into, I will go for a half an hour walk five times a week. I want to write a book can turn into, I will write for 45 minutes every day. I want to get a new job can turn into, I will apply for 10 jobs every week. Now you need to plan to succeed. So choose one thing to focus on and make that your top priority. Knuckle down, commit to that one thing. Almost everything else is on hold. So that just removes a lot of potential barriers. The next step is really, really important. You need to review after six weeks. Now, I know I said originally that you are doing this for 21 days, but that's just your first bit to focus on. Once you have nailed the habit, we want to look at what is happening after you've been doing it for six weeks. If you have given your goal six weeks, and I mean proper six weeks, like you've really given it a red hot go and you really freaking hate it, you need to ditch it or tweak it or set a new goal entirely. There is no point in slogging it out for something that is not serving you. Hot tip. Redirecting is not the same as giving up. Giving up is when you stop doing something because it's too hard. Redirecting is when you choose to stop doing something because it is no longer serving you. 
The next section is the what the fudge section. So this is dealing with potential problems. The first one is being unrealistic. Having goals and striving to self-improve is marvelous. However, you also need to live your life and you don't want your habit building to make you miserable. Choose one goal, make it realistic. Set the bar super low. Do 10 minutes of whatever action you're doing to build your goal. Do it three days a week instead of seven. Make it really, really small. This is about progress and there is no rush. Another problem that comes up a lot is going too hard too soon. Start slow. I cannot stress this enough. If you haven't exercised in months, jumping straight into seven days a week, two hour sessions is not going to end well. Neither is midnight album or book writing sessions or cutting out 100% of your entertainment budget overnight. Small steps, young Padawan. Take your time. For example, I'm a regular exerciser. I exercise most mornings. However, if I've been away or I've had a particularly busy time, I can't just go from two days a week straight back into five days a week. I have to take it slow. Always take it slow. Another problem that might be tripping you up is not tracking. So when you can't see your progress, you're bound to get disheartened. Make tracking your progress an integral part of your day. You can do this on paper. You can do it on a calendar. You can do it on an app. Just make sure that you are tracking your progress. Another problem that comes up quite often is not being in charge of your own goals. So this is a bit of a weird point but sometimes it's not in your control to achieve your goals. So if you can actually tweak them so that other people or circumstances aren't in charge of them, you will be much, much happier. So here are some goals that are out of your control. Winning awards. You don't have control over the judges. They get to pick whoever they want. Getting promotions. You can work as hard as you want, but you might just never get the promotion. Relationship goals, like getting married or having kids. It's kind of hard to force people to marry you and force people to have kids with you. Getting an agent for writing or acting or music, you can be creating all of this stuff, but if no one wants to represent you, then no one wants to represent you. House ownership, you can save money, but there's also a lot of luck involved as well. What about weight loss? Often that's not in your control. You can try as hard as you possibly can and you might just still not lose weight. Instead, focus on less singular and tunnel visioned goals. So instead of focusing on awards for your work, focus on serving people instead. Instead of focusing on promotions, focus on making positive changes in your workplace. Instead of focusing on getting married or having kids, focus on leading the most fabulous life imaginable. Honestly, there is nothing sexier than a person whose cup is full of their own awesomeness. Instead of waiting for someone else to allow you to create, do it yourself. There are just so many opportunities and platforms for you to share your stuff with the world. Instead of focusing on a giant financial goal, break it down into a weekly or a yearly goal or an eradication of money spent poorly. Weight loss. Stop focusing on weight loss and focus on health or a physical goal. So can I give you guys an example that's out of my control and a goal that I am proceeding with anyway? I have a goal to get to 500 reviews on this podcast. I'm at 247 and my top performing episodes get about 5,000 downloads. I have over 12,000 followers on Instagram. So if you look at it, 500 reviews is about one to 3% of the whole range of people who engage with my stuff. So it's not actually a particularly lofty goal by any means. 
I have no control over this goal. I can't come to your house and sit there and watch you leave a review or threaten to poison your roses if you don't. I mean, I could do that, but I won't because it's not really my style. The goal is more to remind me to remind you to leave reviews. Whether or not you do is totally out of my control. And when or if I achieve that goal is also out of my control. All I can do is pop a reminder in here each week and hope for the best. So this is an example of a singular and tunnel visioned goal. I still set the goal and I'm still trying to achieve it, but I've accepted the fact that I have no control over it. So hopefully I won't be Devo if it never happens. This doesn't stop me trying for it. It just makes me adjust my expectations. So that is my method for setting realistic goals for perfectly wonderful, sparkly, ordinary people. For the keen beans out there, I've created a worksheet for this week's episode for Patreon supporters. Just visit patreon.com forward slash very excellent habits to download it. It's just a more precise way of figuring out why you want what you want and how to achieve it, but also without totally ruining your life and making yourself miserable. And that is available today at patreon.com forward slash very excellent habits. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to Very Excellent Habits, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs. You can find me on Instagram at Very Excellent Habits, and you can also email me contact at carlyjacobs.com. You can also record a question for me to answer on the show at speakpipe.com forward slash Very Excellent Habits. I have to say you've all been a little bit slack on this recently. I get lots of written episode requests, but where are all the callers at? If you are looking for a good deed to do this week, please take a moment and call into the show. I will send you many, many virtual gold stars. Also, don't forget to leave a review. It's in your amazing hands to help me achieve this goal. Do you feel powerful? You should. You just need to go to the show page for very excellent habits, not the episode page, and scroll to the bottom to leave a review. Until next time, remember, little habits, big life. Big life.